And that was good old Johnny Denver. Hits every time. All right, getting into your teens now, Joel. Um, that would put us in the late 70s and early 80s. What are some of the earliest memories you have of music starting to really have an influence on your life? What I remember, I would say, is there was a transition when I got a radio and could and could just turn it on the dial wherever I wanted. And so up in my room, I could listen to radio stations. And so th- that's where, like, at the time, this is probably this is the early 80s somewhere. We don't have cable. Uh, cable, I think, comes out in, or MTV launches in 82 or something. I'm, I don't remember when MTV launched. That's about when it hit our house. So, But we did have radio. And the awesome thing was back then, the DJs had a lot more freedom. The playlists were a lot wider and deeper. So just things like the Rolling Stones and Jackson Brown and Tom Petty and all of this stuff, Pink Floyd starts making its way to you as a, as a kid. Then I remember it is a it was a gigantic effect on all of us when MTV came out. It was visual. There was just a lot more music. And it was, if, if you're hanging out in a room, it, it was just on in the background all the time. And I can tell you that whatever summer that was, sixth grade or whatever, Def Leppard's Pyromania just took over. Like there was Photograph came out and Rock of Ages came out and all that stuff. Like it was, and Mutt Lang, like pop producer, like it was made uh, for that moment. And so all of that was going on. I remember choosing not to go along in maybe eighth grade. Like some of my friends, their parents would take them to a concert, like a full big concert. Regret not going. Like Peter Gabriel, Bruce Springsteen, didn't go. If you want to talk about my youth, like Six Flags was a big player. <laughs> Had season pass when I was fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. And one parent would just like fill a, sh- a station wagon of kids, drop them off in the morning, pick them up at night. I saw concerts by Earth, Wind, and Fire, Cool in the Gang, Air Supply, Billy Idol, Night Ranger, stuff like this. I worked at Ranger Stadium every summer, parking cars in the parking lot when I was 14, 15, 16. They had concerts from like the Beach Boys, George Strait, stuff like this. But I remember a big transition happens when we start going to shows. And I mowed yards. I worked at Ranger Stadium. had a little bit of walking around money and concerts, the biggest concerts. I have ticket stubs from seeing U2 three nights in a row on the Joshua Tree Tour and they were like $18 face value tickets, second row. So to to kind of converge concerts and MTV and, and all this. I remember when MTV came along, the first big blast was like Def Leppard Pyromania. But then we all discovered U2 around the time of war. And then Unforgettable Fire came out. Some buddies of mine went and saw that show. I did not. And then we, like the Joshua Tree Tour, their, their kind of commercial peak was right at that time. I had never skipped school, but I remember we had off-campus lunch at our high school and uh, you could go wherever you wanted to go, just had to be back. And uh, I did like skip a couple of classes, stayed in the car because Q102 said they were going to play the new single, like the very the very first single. And we just sat there, f- five of us in my car, in 81 Monte Carlo, waiting to hear what that song sounded like. And that night they played the whole record track by track starting at midnight. And I sat there with a the little cassette recorder and like recorded the whole thing, which the record store the next day bought it. So... To give you a sense of like who we were able to see, there was a a really cool venue then. I don't think it's around. It might still be around. I'm not sure. Called the Bronco Bowl in Dallas. And it had a bowling alley and a little bowl that they had a small balcony in and then a floor area. And I saw the Colt on the electric tour. And they were awesome. They were incredible. And the opening act was Guns N' Roses. 
on their first tour of any kind outside of California and welcome to the jungle had not yet hit MTV. We were laughing. Like they did knocking on heaven's door. He's doing it. Axel's doing his snake dance and stuff. It's like, what in the world? He was, he was out of his mind, you know, he was out of his mind and this tiny little venue, they were the opening act, but we saw REM several times, Echo and the Bunnymen and U2 and the Alarm and In Excess and Depeche Mode and The Cure and all of these shows just over and over and over. And then even like Crosby, Stills, Nash and Steve Winwood and, and just, I, I look back and remember more like what stands out more are the shows we decided not to go to. We didn't go to the Smiths because we wanted to go to Homecoming, Friday Night Lights. We wanted to go to the football game. And it's like, ah, it's the Smiths. They'll be back. And then, of course, they broke up like, like that year. Never, so never got to see the Smiths. But yeah, you know, and stuff that wasn't even necessarily in our wheelhouse. I could have seen Michael Jackson. Never did. Could have seen Madonna. Never did. I never saw Prince. Like, that's stupid. I should have gone to, the, should have gone to those shows. I think about it even now. Like, I've never seen a Taylor Swift show. My wife went and saw it and had a blast. And like, there's just, I, I would also say a corollary too, though, that applies uh, broader across life. And I, this is an old adage also, is experiences are more valuable than things. And so, and sometimes if you're, it's like, oh, I don't know if I should drive up to Texas OU, or I don't know if I should get out of, go see this La Love It show or whatever. Like most of the time when you get over the inertia and get off the couch and hop in the truck and go do it, it's like, okay, that was, that was really, that was really badass. Absolutely. Joel, it's time for your second track. What are we going to hear? The reason I added Tom Petty is that's the first record I bought with my own money is I bought Damn the Torpedoes. I'd gone down to the record store to buy a Rolling Stones record just because I knew the Stones uh, from the radio and whatnot. But somehow I changed my mind at, at the store and came home with Damn the Torpedoes and a single. I don't even remember what single it was. I bought from my own little record player and my own little speakers or whatever back back in the day. I think I truly think like Tom Petty is a kind of a pop grandmaster, like genius of just rock, pop. And uh, Refugee was one of the bigger songs on the first record I ever bought. I'm, I must have listened to it a, a million times. <laughs> 